Guys, welcome back to another special podcast. This is your host, Arsenio, as usual, and I'm bringing to you today the entrepreneurial journey of what's going on in my life. You know what? Oh my God, I'm going to have to throw some figures out there. I'm going to have to talk about a lot of different things that have uh, unfolded uh, in my life over the past five years in terms of living here in Thailand. So guys, here we go. I'm going to break it down. First time listening to me, welcome to the party. Here we go. First job in Thailand, man. I was underpaid, grossly underpaid. I got paid $66 less because, let's just put it this way, because I was black. And so, of course, I was working at this place. It's a private school, not too big. Two other teachers, one Irishman, one American. I got paid 18,000 baht equivalent to 600 US dollars. At that time, it's probably much less than that. Um, And of course, the other two, they got paid an extra, let's just say 2,000 baht more or $66 more. And so, was I heartbroken? Of course. I was very, very... Well, I didn't even know what was happening. I was just like, you know what? Okay, I'm just going to accept it for what it is. Um, but was I doing private tutoring? No, not until someone came up to me. So a lady, one of the students, her, one of my students' name, her name was Shanok, which is a really nice name. And her mother came up to you. She's like, hey, do you do private tutoring? I was like, uh... And it's funny because the lady who actually hired me to begin with, she was like, nah, you can't do no private tutoring. Nah, you can't do that. You can't do that. And I'm like, man, to hell, to hell with that. How you doing? Oh, sorry. No, I just said hello to one of the teachers. Um, and I was like, to hell with that. And so she's like, yeah, come teach us at the house. How much are you going to you know, charge us? This and that. And I didn't know what was going on. I was like, oh, I don't, I've never done this. She's like, okay, how about 250 baht? So that's like $8. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Like a dumbass. But you know what? She paid me per head. So in an hour, I made about $35. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, man, this is almost, man, I'm going to make more money here than I work more, you know, make at the other bullshit-ass school, da-da-da-da-da, all these different things, right? So it was really exciting because I was like, good, I can make me some residual income. Of course, my, my, my flat was free. I had to pay like $50 a month for the motorbike, which already took a percentage out. Then I got in a big argument with my mom because she wanted me to send money back home. And I'm like, listen, I'm going to lose, like, I'm going to lose $50 and I got to send you an additional you know, $100 because your car's not working and you didn't save enough money up for what? No, can't do it. So that's when the fall of my family happened. But let's focus. Let's focus on the entrepreneurial journey. <sighs> I went back to, of course, um, I went to another school, went to the south of Thailand. And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to start here. I'm making much more. Okay, I'm making 1000 US dollars an hour, which is basically the household average for every teacher out here in Thailand. If you're working in a government school, if you're working in a private school, it could be a little bit more. I get into those figures. So here we go. Uh, 1,000 US dollars a month, 30,000 baht. Here we go. And next thing you know, I started getting people coming up to me. And I don't know how it happened. It was like a word of mouth thing. And it was like, hey, uh, can you teach some students? I was like, yeah. They were like, uh, how much are you going to charge? I was like, okay, I'll charge this much. He's like, okay, cool. And it was actually a good price. And I got paid a lot, you know, getting those, um, teaching those specific students and whatnot. So I was like, okay, well, this is good for that. And then people would come up to me. People would be like, hey, I saw you at the store. Uh, Do you teach English? Awesome. You know what? My daughter, she needs to learn. And I'm like, okay, so this daughter is a university student who I still keep in contact with now. She works probably over the bridge from where I'm standing right now. Um, And that's when I started teaching, okay? So I started teaching at a little place over here. Met another lady at a coffee shop. She was standing right, you know, in front of me. And I think she asked the lady at the coffee. And you know what? That wasn't even supposed to happen, guys. Because let's just put it this way. I'm telling you, this is how amazing life is. Just before that, 30 minutes before, 
this copy, a copy place that I wanted to make copies. They had shit service. I got in my motorbike. I went around the block. I got off my bike. I went to this other copy shop. And then this entrepreneur came. Didn't even know who she was. She was standing before me. She turned around. She's like, hey, are you an English teacher? I said, yeah. She's like, I would love for you to teach my son. I said, deal. And so this was just all a ripple effect. I started creating that persona. I started creating everything. And then, of course, people started knocking me down. You know, there was this lady. She was like, hey, can you teach at the government house? And I was like, okay. She's like, there's 30 of us. I said, oh, my God, this is huge. She's like, but none of us want to pay. I said, you sorry sons of bitches. There are 30 of you. Like, honestly, if 30 of them pay me $2 per hour, okay, that's $60 an hour. That's all they had to pay me. Like $2. You can't even give me two. So if I teach you for two hours, dude, that's 120 That's a ridiculous day. But you guys can't even pay me that. So this was one of the biggest problems, of course, in the south of Thailand. They paid me very cheap. So they paid me between $3 and probably $6 per hour. Came here to Bangkok, boom, started making $13 an hour at this other place. <sighs> so this just kept culminating, right? So as a teacher, you want to keep learning different things so you can get paid more money. So I remember a lady came up to me. Hey, you could, uh, I saw you teaching at this specific place before. You know what? Can you, um, can you come teach over here? Can you teach this bank? Can you teach this? We'll pay you 25 an hour. I said, deal. And you know what? My other job, they started asking, how come you don't want to do this? How come, you don't want to, how come you're turning down class? You always turn down class. You always turn down class. They stopped giving me work. And it's because I'm like, uh, well, I'm not making this garbage money anymore. And so, of course, this is what's happening in present day. They're telling me, hey, uh, can you do this? Can you do that? I'm like, listen, I got projects. I got bigger things happening. And they were like, oh, you're supposed to do this amount. I was like, Nick, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do. If you don't like it, I'm walking the fuck out, fuck out of here, okay? This is how I roll. 30 years old, I'm the man around here. You need me a hell of a lot more than I need you, period. Got it through their heads. Anyway, so guys, that was the entrepreneurial journey. It's really hard to hold your ground. But you know what? When you state a price, don't let people haggle you down, man, because you already know what you're worth. It's kind of like what my boy Perry Power, who I brought on my podcast recently, he said, you know what? It's always your fixed mindset and your fixed beliefs on what people may not be willing to pay. If your course is like $100, $200, or blah, 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 or $100 per session, a coaching session, a mentoring session, all these different things, they're going to pay it. Don't worry. If they say no, be like, hey, listen, this isn't, you know, it's non-negotiable. This is just how it is. Um, but that was, that was the journey of being a teacher. So now of course it's much, much, it's much different. And then now I'm going to loophole into the entrepreneurial journey right now. So (sighs) this is how it works. Okay. When I started doing my personal development podcast, I didn't know what I was doing. I was going over books. I was talking about those books. You know, some people had tweet me, some of my friends back in Vegas, He's like, I'm up early in the morning listening to Napoleon Hill by my man Arsenio. I'm like, oh, my God. Saw that tweet like three months later because I demuted the guy on Twitter for whatever reason. And, yeah, so I had just a couple of people listening to me. Then I had a big spike, abnormal spike. And then, of course, it was teachers. Teachers saying, hey, you're talking about me. You're talking about me and my wife. All this ridiculous stuff, right? And I was just stating facts. I was like, why are you guys listening to me anyways? Why are you guys Googling my name anyways? If you don't like the truth, hey, that is your own goddamn problem. Don't put your insecurities on me because you're 52 years old and you're dating an 18-year-old girl. I think 
you're a pathetic ass human being, but hey, who am I to say? <laughs> you bastard. Anyway, so that all went down, but that was a turning point. Because I, if I was weak-minded, I would have said, you know what, no more podcasts. I need to be, I need to be friendly with everybody. No, fuck every last one of you nasty, disgusting people I'm working with. I'm doing what's best for me. Okay? And that's to inspire. And it's funny because the boss, he's like, hey, you know, your motivation, you know, inspires. Speak good. Or I was like, have you not listened to any of my pod? So, again, guys. Boom, that was the big rite of passage. I said, am I going to quit just so I can be accepted by these other destroyed-ass mindset fools that have come out here for all the wrong reasons? No, I'm going to keep berating it. So right right after that, I went home, I went live, and I went batshit crazy. I was literally yelling on my podcast saying, you cannot stop me. It was the best podcast ever. I loved it. Um, And I still have that too. Oh, man, just brings back so many memories. So, guys, let's just put it this way. Podcast is all based on market, right? Gary V says, hey, you know what? If not that many people are listening to your podcast, it's because it's all about market. If the market doesn't like it, boom, you got to make a change. And I said, wow, man, that, well, that's a good point. And I heard that last night. But, of course, this happened probably two weeks after I had the big explosions. And now I have massive, consistent plays happening 24-7. <sighs> so you guys are understanding. You guys are understanding how this is working. So from personal development... 2017, I said, you know what? Let me start bringing some people on. I got to make my podcast more interesting. Now, of course, I didn't have the other content writers and people that I do on my podcast today. I I didn't have seasons. I didn't have anything. I was following two different books or three different books, and that was it. And so as time progressed and as time, you know, it kept going on and on and on, I started bringing on people. So the first person... It was some girl from Dallas, Texas. Then another one was some entrepreneur from uh, North Carolina, Fayetteville or something like that. I can't remember. And a couple of others. Then my boy, Mike Sheshniak. And then after Mike, I got linked up to a couple of other people. And I got linked up originally with Mike because of a guy I went to college with back like 10 years ago. This got my big man carried you in. Who I had an argument before about Vietnamese and all this crazy stuff that we hear before. Oh my God, it's a game of inches. Because if it wasn't for Mike, who knows where I would have been. I brought him on my podcast and it was exciting. After that, it was just loophole, loophole, loophole. So after that, at the beginning of this year, I said, all right, I'm going to start getting a lot of people. My goal is to get this amount. So I started hustling. Next thing you know, I got Luke. I got Selena, who are now both of my mentors and I'm doing big projects with. After that, I got a couple of other people in terms of, um, uh, what is it, an author, an author, David Moore, which is a very inspiring podcast. And this came from a girl named Catherine who worked for a ghostwriting agency who is probably the cream of the crop. And she contacted me. She's like, hey, hey I just, I've been listening to your podcast. I have a guest. I'm like, dude, that's awesome. I never got an email like this. And I brought on David, and we had probably the best discussion that changed my life forever. Just unbelievable. Just, oh my God. You guys should go back and listen to that. Just put David Morrill, Arsenio Buck Show on YouTube. You can find it very easily, very quickly, and just listen to it. Because, boy, that was just pure gold. And so after that, I got more. I got Bree Seely, which wasn't that great. But, you know, I started getting other people. You know, Tiffany Okafor, a couple of other people. Then I got Perry Power. And then it still wasn't improving in terms of my podcast place. I'm like, man, this sucks. 
And so I submitted my podcast finally to Spotify. And at that same time, this is where I realized that maybe I am doing something wrong with my personal development. And I said, okay, so what can, what does that mean? It basically revolved around me making my ESL podcast. Why did I make an English language podcast? Well, you know what? A lot of people are watching my YouTube videos. So I said, if I could get a lot of these people watching my YouTube videos over to, of course, listening to a podcast to learn English every day, that'll be a big steal. That'll be huge. Then I could create books, webinars, all these other things. And then there it is. So when I created the ESL podcast at the end of March, I was like, okay, what am I doing? Okay, follow this. Okay, I'm going to have a system. I'm going to have season one. Okay, so I'm going to have elementary, pre-intermediate, intermediate, upper intermediate, advanced. I'm going to do this. After that, I could do academic writing. I could do uh, business, and then I could do this and that. A lot of a variety of different things I was doing, right? And so it started gaining some steam. And I remember I started putting international guest speakers onto my ESL podcast. So that goal is to get every accent in the world on my podcast. And so the first one was, I think it was um, a girl from Vietnam, one of my friends, Anna. And she's actually working for CP, the biggest, CP, is that PTT? CP is the biggest whole food sale company here in Thailand. She's working for them right now. Here in Bangkok, which is amazing. But she's like, hey, yeah, I would love, uh," and I was actually teaching her. And then that was okay. That wasn't that great. But after that, of course, it was a great podcast, but it didn't explode. But then a couple of my podcasts went viral. Not like a million, a thousand, a hundred thousand, none. No, like they went up significantly. I don't even know who these people were listening. You know, I don't even know who they were. But one, uh, I had one podcast with the girl from Libya, and it went up like 300 plays in a day. And I'm like, oh, my God, another one, Kim Kim, one of my ex-students who's uh, living out there in Singapore, boom, went up 400 in one day. And I'm like, dude, how are these going viral? And so I kept continuing. You know, the plays went up to like 300 per week. And they were like fluctuates, you know, normally between 400, 500, something like that. Then it went to, it, it finally eclipsed 600, probably a few weeks ago. Then 650. Then bam, finally 700. And so over the past couple of, you know, couple of days, just yesterday, it hit, um, what was it, 1,000 in one week. And then just this morning, I woke up, boom, 1,300 and plays in just one week. And I'm like, okay, I finally got this niche. I understand what's going on. Then I started getting comments. I started getting a lot of different comments, especially online. And I'm like, oh, man, okay. Um, I'm, you, you know, I'm getting comments on Instagram from people from Chile saying, thank you so much. You know, I'm taking my TOEFL examination. I'm just listening to you. And, and so now I understood at that time, I was like, okay, I know what I'm doing with my ESL. It's climbing significantly. I know the market. I know who these people are. I know who my competitors are. I know I need to outwork them. I need to put out more useful material. I need to show my personality because people don't have this 100% award winning personality. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? So Personal development, finally. It went up 1,500 plays in one day. And I'm like, how? Boom, Spotify. Oh, yes. So what else? Oh, okay. I see a lot of counties and cities all across America. We got Portugal. We got Sweden. We got Finland. We got Kenya. We got all these countries. And I'm like, okay, I got it now. Okay, Arsenio, just keep creating, keep interviewing, keep collaborating. The more you collaborate, the more out there you get. So guys... What can you learn from this? 
One, it's not all overnight. You've heard that so many times. Things are just aren't going to come and appear right before your very eyes, just instantaneously. It's just not how it works. I, w- I mean, I would love to tell you, hey, that's really how it works, but it's not. That personal development, did that happen overnight? Did that 1,500 plays happen in one day? No, that happened because my work ethic over the last two years. And me telling myself, you know what, I'm not going to give up on this because I just love speaking anyways. And I know the very few people that are listening to me, they love me. And if I stop playing, what's going to happen to them? See, it's no longer about me. It's about the people who are listening to me. And so then it kept climbing. And then SoundCloud. Then one uh, podcast. And what is it? Auditing your circle of friends, which I did after a motivational mentor, which I'm going to get into real shortly. That one went viral, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is so good. And so I said, okay, Luke Burroughs, another mentor out there in England, came to me and said, hey, would you like to start up a, like a joint podcast, like Motivational Mentors or something like that? I said, hell yeah. He said, okay, did we have any groundwork or anything what, you know, in terms of what we were doing? No, we were just doing Q&As. We were just doing like you know topics and stuff like that. And then another girl, Selena, she's like, dude, I'm doing this. Hey, actually, I'm charging $100, 150 an hour doing this and that. And I'm going to be bringing her on my podcast Friday morning, hoping to get you guys that podcast by Saturday morning or Sunday morning, depending on when the show notes are done by my content writer. And so, yeah, just so many different ideas. So I teamed up with Luke. And the next thing you know, we were like, hey, let's bring Selena on. I said, deal. He said, okay. So we brought her on a couple of times, Selena. And, man, we had a goddamn cow. So if you guys want to hear that, go to Motivational Mentors on the Facebook page. Or the podcast is, of course, on iTunes and, uh, what is it, Spot, you know, Spotify and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, so we brought her on. I was like, okay, this is good. He said, hey, let's bring someone else on. He said, I have a Grow Together Academy. Let's ask some of them. And then he invited me on them on there. And he's like, hey, I'd like you to join this academy. I need you on here. I said, deal. He said, there's this many mentors and this and that. I'm like looking at some of these mentors and they got like 5,000, 10,000, 15,000 followers. I'm like, okay, this is the circle that I've been searching for all my life. That circle that's going to take me to the next level. So next thing you know, I can't remember who was the second one. Um, but let's just say we, put Perry, we brought this guy Perry Power on. And this guy is an unbelievable storyteller. Like listening to this guy. For the amount of time we do, it's just spectacular. Boom, we bought Claire on. And Claire is like a social media expert. And then I bought, uh, well, we're supposed to bring Sohair, who's another e-commerce. And then Ryan. And we brought Ryan on to talk about purpose just last week. And now we're going to bring on a girl from Law of Attraction from Instagram. And now we're going to bring on another guy, real estate, Danny. We're going to bring on another. We're already booked all the way through the end of the year. And I'm the scheduler. So, guys, that's the number two, collaboration. See, that's the only way you're going to get heard. Of course, I need to talk more about Instagram again in a little short, probably, uh, Facebook post or maybe a Facebook Live or Instagram Live. Um, but it's about hashtags, too. A lot of people say, oh, I don't have any followers. It's because you're not even using hashtags. You know what my goal is, especially as an English language teacher, as a per- personal development coach, is to own my hashtag. The English, the ESL, I want my face on every last one of those tags. Why? Well, guess what? How are these people from Estonia and from Uganda and from Malawi and from all of these other countries around the world getting in touch with me? It's because I know how to use hashtags. 
what do you think people are just gonna you know search uh esl learning and my podcast is gonna come up no podcasts from like four or five years ago are gonna come up my goal is to outwork them if i look at one of my biggest competitors or my biggest competitors they have a lot of plays and stuff on youtube but guess what they're bored they're not like arsenio come on now of course all respect to them and whatnot but guess what I don't want those folks on my page anyways, and if they do come on my page, well, by all means, it doesn't really matter. But you know what? My focus isn't YouTube. It's what's actually working. So what's actually working is me collaborating in the personal development realm, me hustling my ass off in the ESL realm. So you guys are like, okay, so how are you doing that? I'm posting. I'm still trying to get international speakers on, and there was one girl that I got on. She was an international school teacher out there in the Philippines. Boom. Bam, viral, just like that. And it still continues to go viral. Um, I brought a couple of other people on. I was wanted to bring someone on from Singapore, Hong Kong, and stuff like that, but that fell through. But Honduras, India, Australia, those are probably going to be the next three. And you know what? When I send them the link, they might share it on their page. You see what I mean? Some people might say, hey, I really like this guy. He knows what the hell he's talking about. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, that's who I am. That's what I do. See what I mean? Do you guys understand what I'm talking about? So the main purpose behind all of this is you're going to have to try out new things. Some things might be working, but it's all based on market. So if you say, ooh, you know what? No one's listening to my podcast. Why not? Are they getting value from it? What are they getting from it? Are they, are they understanding how to be a presenter, a speaker of this or that? Whatever it may be that you're trying to put out there. That's why I love Gary V's, um, uh, you know, Gary V's podcast and a lot of different things because some of it could be a lot. Uh, a lot of it is redundant and whatnot. But listening the third, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth time, it actually sticks. And so, what are you giving to your audience? That's the whole entrepreneurial journey. Now, a lot of people like Wadbud says. Actually, I interviewed him and it was remarkable because he was like, "I made my soap bars and everything I have." By Googling everything. I got all my oils. I got my, my canola oil, the this oil, the that oil, the olive oil, the this and that. And I was putting all these things together and I finally came up with something that stuck, that was perfect, that smelled amazing. <sighs> Guys, that is the beauty of it all. When you go through all of that and spend all that money on all those products, you say, oh my God, look at all this. Next thing you know, you got one of the biggest CrossFit women on the planet. To end up, um, what is it? She ended up tagging, or uh, whoa, man, what was it? She ended up like she took a picture, put it on her Facebook story, and then boom, just like that. That's all you need. A person that has 1.4 million followers didn't have to pay her a goddamn dime, and she put that in her Facebook story. Took a picture, boom, Wabud says, "Oh my God, this is my new favorite shower." She was in the shower, and then just like that, all of those people that follow her went over to that guy's website, and boom, money. Guys, this is a game of inches. That's all I can say. This is what makes it so exciting. This is what gets me going to hell. It's 4 p.m. right now out here in Thailand, and I'm just going because I know I'm literally right there on the cusp. So you guys are probably saying, okay, so what's the next big step, Arsenio? Well, you know what? The next big step, I would have to say, is, of course, the ebooks and everything I'm setting up right now with my, per, uh, my ESL. That's huge. That's going crazy at the moment. But at the same token, at this same moment, I'm actually doing a couple of other things um, on the personal development side. So my goal, of course, Perry Power, you got Luke, you got this, you got, you got so many different people 
who I'm in a close circle with, who I'm doing work with, and who's pushing a lot of different things. And I'm like, dude, this is exciting. And at the same time, now that I'm on double podcasts, of course, Motivation Mentors got, you know, that's on Spotify, that's on this. I'm creating so much steam with my name. My name is a brand now. When you hear Arsenio, it's no more Arsenio Hall. It's the Arsenio Buck Show. Guys, this is life. And so now I'm going to create my own courses with that too. The habit of saving, the habit of doing more than what you're paid to do. I'm going to create all of that. And this is the most exciting. I'm going to keep saying it's the most exciting part because guess what? All of those times, a lot of people right now, which is going to be on my next podcast tomorrow night, thinking about money, 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 money. The more you think about money, the more you're just going to fall apart and lose. Think about how you could change other people's lives and the money will come. I can assure you that. Please, please understand that. Because if you don't, you guys are going to be so money-centered that you know what? You're never going to be there. It's kind of like Bree, Bree Silly. You know, love her to death. She was on my podcast and whatnot. But she just, I, I just felt that there wasn't much of a connection while I was speaking to her. Tiffany, too. Well, Tiffany could be probably making a lot of money and whatnot, and, you know, best of luck to her and everything, but one thing they are lacking is personality, and that's what I want to teach in my course, which is going to be relatively cheap. And so these are the necessary things that I needed to take me to the next level. I'm teaching them now, and I'm doing so many other things on top of that. That's my entrepreneurial career. How did I ever think I was going to end up doing this? At the beginning of this podcast, you guys are hearing me about that 100 that 200 bot, that $3, $6, $9. Did you think that was just going to happen? Did I think this was all going to take place? Nope. It wasn't until, of course, going through the things I have gone through out here in Thailand that I realized how truly magnificent I truly am. So, guys, it's time to start trying out things. That's my entrepreneurial story. And I'm so grateful to finally get this out there because now you guys understand it all. So, guys, as usual, I'm so grateful for all of you who are listening to me around the world. If you share it, that means you liked it. This is just a nice little story for you guys. Nothing too informational that you can actually take with you and go with you. But understand, man, if you put everything together or everything that you want to happen, it's going to end. It's, it's just going to connect when you actually look back and say, oh, damn, all that connected. I can't believe I went through all of that, and it all makes sense now because I am right here, right now. This is how it works. So, guys, I do encourage you to get out there, start failing, and start failing fast because in that failure is a lot of success. This is your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.